Gaming on the Frontier. This is Bruce. This is Trab. This is Pixie. And this is Jonathan. <laughs> Welcome to Gaming on the Frontier, your podcast of coming home after a really long time and getting your butt shut off. I want to thank all of you aliens for coming home with me, and as always, have a nice day. <laughs> Tonight we are talking about uh, uh, <laughs> incursion. And specifically, the, uh, the point of incursion in you, when you play the base game, and really if you play the other two, Incursion 2 and Incursion 3, uh, is that you are supposed to, at the end of the campaign, find some way of getting home. Now, I don't know of anybody who ever did, but it's possible. I mean, somewhere in the... 5,000, 50,000 faces that were on the cubes, nav cubes. One of them went back to Earth because that's how the aliens got there in the first place in the Ardanu. So it was always possible to get back to Earth, but unlikely without some means of finding information, you know, of, of figuring it out. Because the uh, ancient uh, cube readers were considered as rare as hen's teeth and so the way that most people were able to figure out uh, how to do things is they had a big, basically had a big box that they put all their cubes in, and they would just simply on a, on a book write down what the faces of each cube was and make sure they put them back exactly the same way every time so they didn't lose the orientation. And that's yeah, how yeah. they were able to go from world to world inside of a whole galaxy of stars and planets. So, but, you know, that's, so the idea probably was that people were going to uh, go around and say, hey, have you ever heard of a blue-green planet with nine, uh, with uh, uh, nine or eight, depending upon how you want to count them, uh, uh, planets, and it's a, G-type star and whatever, it, about a third of the way from the galactic core. Any guys ever, you know, know anybody who's ever been there and they might have a nav cube we could buy? And, you know, that kind of thing. So uh, that was the, um, that was always the idea of being able to do that. Uh, but the idea was eventually you'd figure out some way of going home. But what was never discussed in the books in any of the additional material, in any of the two supplements, was what happens when you get back home? Because this is the Bureau 13 universe. Yes, Incursion, yes. Yeah, it takes place in that. So, uh, Trav, Jonathan, why don't you talk about what kind of defenses Earth has against alien incursion? Especially oh, unannounced boy. alien incursion. Well, well let's we, see. We well, know we, that there's, there's, there's one, one base... base or two bases on the moon, 
uh, one facing out, one facing in, or am I mistaken on that? I know there's the one facing out on the dark side of the moon. Well, there's one facing in because that's the one that basically blows things up on the Earth whenever they call for a horrible mm, right. strike. But there's yeah, a lot yeah. of them on the on the far side of the moon. There's like multiples on the far side of the moon on far oh. side base, where which they then use to basically protect Earth. You know, using the moon as as a fire base. But right, so right. yeah. Uh, uh, there also, there also is, is several, several areas, areas throughout, throughout due to the fringe, fringe paths. paths. They probably, they probably would have something, something at least sensor, sensor arrays there, there on various, on various parts, parts of the solar system, system like, like on Ceres and, and Mars and, Mars, and maybe in the asteroid, other elsewhere in the asteroid belt. belt. Things that would, that pick, would up pick up alien, alien craft entering the system. Oh, yeah. Any... any any orbital body that has a portal on the the system platform is definitely going to have some sort of s sensor base or something there. Right. So, so I, yeah. I don't think it's a, and we there's also the Men in Black and their detection system, which is never spoken of directly in the Bureau Thirteen lore. Well, right. Yeah. Well, right. Yeah. I mean, yeah, the Men in Black is listed, is listed as people, people you can interact with the Bureau 13, so that means, so that they're, means real. they're real. And they have and they their, have their entire, entire operation, operation that they, they would do. do. And, of course, and of course, Bureau 13, 13 just pats just them on the head and says, yeah, you're adorable. Wait till a demonic invasion comes and you'll all be crying. But, yeah, the Men in Black are very, very helpful. Men in Black would be very helpful with their detection systems. And... With whatever, with whatever links, links Bureau 13, 13 has, has so that they can pick up on it. So, yeah, the MIPs pick up this mass of a craft of a about 310 feet across coming into Earth's solar system. system. Yeah. Yeah. The thing is that we know the Ardana Nu has sneaked on, onto Earth numerous times in recent history. Well, uh, yeah, so yeah, it, has a, it does have a stealth system. Yeah, that's yeah, the green, that's the green field. field. Yeah, in yeah, 1945 is when the, when the after, after our first our atomic, first bomb, atomic was bomb was exploded there at, there at um, Hiroshima. Hiroshima. That's when that's the when Sentinel the drone of the Enchani, the, the same people, people who made the Ardana new. Ah, ah, humanity, humanity this, this, this planet, people, people are ready to ready join the Galactic Galactic Collective. So, so that drone being gone originally it was you know like protecting Earth from various Interstellar, interstellar ne'er do wells it left for Shani Prime, which it got which back, back there and found it to be, you know, abandoned. abandoned. So once that so galactic, galactic drone, drone disappeared, disappeared, that's when that's slavers, when slavers in, in, like, the Ardana New and other ships were coming into Earth's system. system. Oh, look. Oh, look. Humans, Humans are sellable, are sellable on the slave market. market. Let's, Let's take a few every year and make some easy bank, you know. And by a few, you mean a ship full. Well, yeah, well, yeah, and of course they're going to be people out of the out way, of the way. Like, like, oh, look, we're, we're out in out the in country, the country or, we're or we're out in the desert, desert or we're out, in, out in, you know, you know out in out faraway, faraway places, places away from away urban, from urban centers. centers. Yeah, Joe Bob is fishing. You know, he's doing some night fishing with his, you yeah, know, yeah. With his, le his electrical prod and such. Yeah, and again, homeless people disappear every day. Yeah, Pixie just said, yeah, well, see, you're getting into the urban area. They don't want to attract that much attention. But, yeah, they would be easy picking. They could avoid the attention. Yeah, yeah. But usually, from what I gathered of at least the first incursion book picks, 
they would they sit would there and sit do an out of the way place. Like, oh, this person's camping up in the mountains. We'll take her. And this guy's walking on the railroad tracks. We'll take him. They're not going to land in the middle of a major metropolitan city. No. Yeah. But. People that won't be missed. Or people that won't people be missed, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Or yeah. Up to an accident, or whatever. Right, yeah, that's, yeah, the, that's way the way Joanna, Joanna Barnes' Barnes incursion was. was. Yeah, she yeah, just she went just camping, camping and disappeared. And, disappeared. Mm -hmm. and they just wrote off as, yeah, yeah, she may have wandered off, or somebody, a bear may have taken her, or whatever. No, she was on board the Ordana News. So, yeah. Okay, so, so there's a lot of defense against, ooh, uh, Okay, that doesn't look good. Um, all right. <laughs> I just got an application error, so uh, hopefully everything's uh -huh. fine. Uh -huh. Okay. Uh, anyways, the uh, yeah, the interesting thing is I think maybe that that killed the uh, echo. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, okay. All right, uh, which is a good thing. Uh, all right, so there's lots of protection for errors. So the question is, is that um, when when you jump into a system. Okay, based upon what's in the incursion book, do you jump right next to a, a, a world or do you jump into the solar system at a distance and then move in? From what From I, what saw, I saw, I think, think it's one, one. I think, I think it, it, if, if you're if doing, doing HFTL, the cube, cube destination, you are orbiting, orbiting the world and then, and then you have to you get into a stable, stable orbit, orbit from what I remember. Okay. Yeah. All right. Because, well, incur then, because incur incur yeah, yeah. incursion was my was my, folks, folks, incursion was my was gateway my game in the tri tac um, um, my first my wife bought a copy, copy for me and got it autographed by Rich, which I haven't granted. It's in pieces because I've used it so much. Excuse me. Excuse me. But yeah, that was my gateway. So this is kind of like the first game I ever got to get into what I call the Tolkaverse. So, so yeah, yeah it, this, 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 I've been waiting to kind of do this episode for some time. But yeah, as far as I remember, it was it traveled via the cube system, the HFTL drive. You pretty much were near the planet. You just had to establish a stable orbit or land, you know, if you needed supplies. Yeah, I think if there was like a landing site already on the planet, you could appear right there. But since this was supposedly a protected planet, I don't think uh, there would have been one. No, 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 you no. Just you would just would have been in orbit, orbit over Earth, Earth and, and I mean, yeah. any HFTL, HFTL space, you space, you can sit there and, there and kick in the green field so you appear invisibly. You know. I guess now, if you came in in standard FTL, like you somehow managed to correctly guess which planet was Earth, and you flew there under standard FTL, then, yeah, I guess... You would then probably, you would probably pop in. Yeah, 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 you would pop, pop in, probably. probably. Well, there's, well, there's two, two things, things, Jonathan, Jonathan from what I've seen in various role-playing role games. There's either, there's either on the edge of the, edge system, of the system, and then you got to travel, travel through, through the Kuiper belts, belt belt and, and pass loot on all that. Or, or what is known as a jump point, where it might be, okay, out past the Goldilocks zone in the gas giant area, then you would appear in there and just travel the rest of the way into the system. Either way, I would think you're one not of those appearing within the asteroid belt. Yeah. Well, the reason I'm asking yeah. is because uh, it's the whole question of I mean, if, if they're totally undetectable using the green field, it doesn't really matter where they come in. But if they if they aren't, then of course that means that uh, they're gonna you know they're gonna someone's gonna take a shot at them as they're coming in. They're going to have to go through a gauntlet of fire. And uh, the Ardana Nuke is a tough ship. 
one of 12 legendary starships, but she can still yeah. take damage. So that's why I'm asking the question of whether you think that they can sneak in uh, undetected or because nobody on the ship actually has a, is a member of Bureau 13. So they have no means of contacting the Bureau. They, you know, right. and, and I, I don't know. And, and just because Priscilla got abducted doesn't mean she believes in Bureau 13 or anything like that. You know, so, um, you know, she was necessarily. Well, I do. Yeah, jo Oh, you mean Joanna? Joanna, Joanna Barnes. Barnes. Joanna Barnes, right? Yeah. What a, it, yeah. What it was uh, for those of you who don't quite know, the link that Incursion has in Bureau Thirteen is that Joanna Barnes, one of the iconic characters in the first Incursion book, dated Robert Harrison, who let it leak out to her. Yeah, I'm a government agent for a secret agency, and that was when she dumped him and decided, you know what? He's a whack job. I'm going camping, and that's when she got abducted. So she's going to be coming back years later, realizing, oh dear God, Robert was right. <laughs> first well, of all, well, maybe, well, like, or he he really was just crazy. After that first thing, she realized he was right, and she's been yeah. Once she gets on the ship and and sorts things out, it's going to hit her later on within the first maybe couple weeks. Oh crap! Robert wasn't lying. Okay. Yeah, I didn't I think Robert was Earth. lying. I thought that he, she was, she, she broke up with him because yet again, date night was interrupted by him having to run off and do something. No, I think it was from what I gather of the entry. I mean, I, I could flip through the page, but from what I yeah, remember, I remember it was just the entry. He said that, it and she was like just it. like, yeah, okay, whatever. Yeah, I'm out of here. This guy's a whack job. Yeah, I'm I think there was like this tone in my head. All right. Well, the question here yeah, still is, is that, you know, would she try to contact Robert Harrison uh, to, you know, and, and, and to contact the government, or are they going to act totally independent of anybody on Earth? If it's if it's coming, if they're coming in with Incursion Two or Incursion Three. They actually are people who were at one point members. One was a member of the uh, Canadian Navy. And the last well, yeah, one, the, the, it was a, a Polish oil tanker, but that was like private. Right, but that was that private, was like right? Or so depending oh, no, on the, who comes the, in, you know, or maybe even all three come in, uh, it make make a, a big difference as to how they approach Earth and how they reveal their presence, assuming that they do. So uh, the first well, question. Well, see, all three. Okay, well, the, all three of them have, like, you know, and Shani God Tech. They all, means, yeah, it turns out that everybody in, in the galaxy, in the Commonwealth, has that as Shani God Tech. So, well, I, I mean, no, I mean, the three the three ships, the Ardenanu is and Shani. Right. And the HCMS Chalk River and the Lekwalesa Tanker have, okay, sort of and Shani Tech, and they've got, you know, the grab ball technology and... The, yeah, they uh, don't have... It, Rich called it. I was amazed the when they said they had white boxes on those ships. I thought they were all going to be yeah. black boxes or, or gray gray boxes. Uh, and but yeah, so no, I'm just saying that they can they're going to pull it off. Like okay, we we know what Earth's defenses are. They've got fighter jets. If they come at us, we raise our shields. Everything's going to bounce off. They're gonna they're not going to realize that. The MIB and, of course, the Bureau are going to come at them. It's like, oh, no, you think you just are dealing with F-16s and, you know, Russian jets and British jets? Oh, no, no, my friends. We have a lot more than that we're going to throw at you because you need not 
be publicly known. Yeah. So the Bureau is going to throw everything they have. All, Our, all, all the vehicles that Robertson has made is going to be sent up against them. So again, the question would, the question still comes back. Okay. This is that are they going to are they going to be able to come in undetected? Well, if they got the greenfields up, yeah. All right. So you you Unless think the they Bureau, you, you think that they can't be detected by the Men in Black or by Bureau Thirteen? Okay, unless they have a mass detection, because all that the Greenfield does is blur visual and electronic sensors. But it did, didn't say anything about mass detection. Uh, yeah, we're sensing this several hundred ton mass uh, object in orbit over North America right now, and it's about 310 feet long. It's invisible visually and electronically, but the mass is there. Yeah. So I'm sure the bureau. I'm sure that Robertson would have like mass detectors to kind of circum what? Yeah, circumvent cloaking devices. Okay. And uh, then they would pick that up. I could think because, of two uh, other ways that it might that this might be uh, identified. Uh, okay. One is using po uh, using uh, precognition. Ah, yeah. Someone goes and looks mm. a day into the future and sees, you know, uh, a newspaper that says, uh, aliens land in Poughkeepsie, New York. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And they send a team or a bunch of teams or the Vindicators or any, you know, however much they feel they should escalate this. Okay. The men well, in black, I mean, I, they might, again, yeah, they might they, have they, some Z ray detector that doesn't matter what kind of shielding you have. Uh, you know, they, they just pick it up. And so I, I think both of those things are, are possible. And see, the other thing was, um, well, one was the, was that, uh, was the precognition. Um, yeah, I mean, it's basically some kind of psychic divination was kind yeah. of, you know. <laughs> And uh, the uh, so uh, and, and like I said, and the Men in Black. So uh, are so let's start first and say, okay, let's assume that they are detected. Okay. Yes. I think the Men in Black, since uh, are, are the, I mean, are the Ardana new? Are they gonna are they gonna be? Do, do they have an all band scanner that they can use to pick up someone saying, hey, you alien spacecraft in orbit? You know, you know, go and land at, at these launches or latitude, or we'll blow you out of the sky. Do they I, have? I think that. I would device? say that with with God Tech, yeah, they would just pick up radio waves and whatever, and they'd be scanning to see. Okay, we've been gone how long? By our virtue, okay, we're going to use the book thing. I know Bruce, you don't like set dates. In the incursion, they said that they the the crew with Matches McKay and Joanna Barnes and all that were taken in '95. Let's say they're coming back in 2020. It's been 25 years since they've been on Earth. They're going to be monitoring radio transmissions, saying, "Okay, what's going on?" At the very least, we want to find out who's president. They are you kidding me? Him? You know, and so they're going to be mon yeah, yeah, that, yeah. Hey, we already did that with the actor when the actor got to be president. Okay. Well, yeah, but I mean, now they're going to be what, another one, really, and this guy, yeah, this guy fell, dived into a dumpster, to get his Visa card on a commercial. You know, 
So, yeah, they're going to be monitoring radio waves, television waves, Wi-Fi to find out what's going on. They're going to realize the world has changed drastically since 95. What is this Facebook thing? What is, you know, what is all these various things like, you know, Twitter and TikTok and Instagram? What And I'm seeing pictures of people's cats and their meals. You know, what? Yeah, what's fans only? Only fans, yeah, yeah. Oh no, no, they'll be going. No, no, I can, I can see them with all these streaming Well, no, I can, I can see them. I can see Matches McKay there in the captain's chair going. No, no, save that only fans for later. I want to look that up. Yeah. Okay. No, we need to check. No, really, we need to check on you know radio waves, and he's reserving only fans for later. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, so assuming that somebody contacts them, they pick up somebody broadcasting at them because they've been detected. Are they gonna? Do you think they would follow those instructions, or do you think they would say, "No, if we go someplace, they're just going to assume we're aliens and they're going to do like you know some kind of a vivisection on us," and yeah, instead, you know, something? force the issue by going? They're going to be returning the favor on all the probes that humans got. Yeah. Um, no, um, I would think that if Joanna Barnes is there, if yeah. she's pressing enough and realizing, they'll be like, she. the first thing she would say is, oh, wait a minute, you guys are with the guy, get me Robert Harrison now. We'll wait. That will yeah, be their ace in the hole. That would be their ace, because Robert, be yeah, Robert Harrison by now is a senior agent, because you're seeing in, like, Bureau 13 Extreme and whatnot, oh, yeah, he's now teaching a young protege and all this, and... No, Robert Harrison, because remember, he came out in the 82-83 edition, so he's been a bureau agent now for 40 years. He's a senior agent. He's up there in the high echelon, and all of a sudden he's called because... And, and all of a sudden, so they're asking for him by name. Yo, yeah, and then they're going to find it, yeah, some woman named Joanna Barnes, and he's going to be like, I, didn't, I dated her back in the 80s. Why the hell is she calling me? It's a booty call. From space. It's a space you booty know, call. You know, you know, space, <laughs> Bruce is going, it's a space booty call. I'm like, you know, if I had my phone right now, I'd start up the first notes of Marvin Gaye's Let's Get It On, just the same, but it wouldn't be pod safe. No. Yeah. It'd be funny, but it wouldn't be pod safe. No, be but no. It'd be funny for about five seconds. Well, that's all I played for anyways on the show. But anyways, <laughs> I digress. Joanna Barnes calling his name, that would be their ace in the hole. Be like, wait a minute, how does she know this guy? And then Robert Harrison comes up and goes, okay, wait a minute, I dated this woman like 35, 40 years ago. Why is she calling? She wants a second date now, 35, 40 years from now? Why is she calling on a secure private, you know, private frequency that the Army's hey, picking you up? Wanna, you want to talk about your 5K fun runs, that would be one. There you go, yeah. <laughs> but no, it, it would just be... I don't remember what I ate for dinner two weeks ago. I'd be like, wait a minute, this name, what? Oh, she's the one that thought I was a whack job. Yeah. And she's now calling from a starship orbiting Earth. Ha! Oh, no. If I were Robert Harris, would be like, yeah, I'm a whack job, huh? Yeah, what do you need? And he was that, already that, a, a oh, relatively. So now you admit I'm right, huh? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and he was already a relatively well-known author. Would be treated to yeah, them. he was a sci. Uh, Robert Harrison was a sci-fi author. He did a bunch of short stories. I think it was like Werewolves of Mars or Food something. Who decayed to Mars? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So and he was would be treated to the thirty-year-old argument. Yeah, but okay. <laughs> let me let me fill in pics real quick. Um, he was known for these short stories. He was a science fiction convention. He had a silver-plated Hugo Award. A werewolf came up, and he, he whacked it with the silver award, which knocked it out because you know, werewolves and silver. Right. But 
he thought it was some fan in a costume that was trying to attack him. He find out later the Bureau can't know. That was a real werewolf. You handled it well. How'd you like to join us? They threatened him with a tax audit if they didn't. He's like, and I'm to appear where for Bureau training? You know, where do I sign? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, where do I sign? Yeah. So the Bureau now, you know, 35, 40 years later, he's a senior agent. He's training agents. Harrison has pretty much seen it all. And then a woman he dated in the 80s is calling from a spaceship cloaked in orbit. Yeah. After deeming him crazy and dumping. Well, he'd probably get some closure and be like, I was wondering why you never called back. You know, just, yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, oh, so that's why she didn't call back. Yeah, yeah. She was abducted into space for 35 years. Yeah. Well, I'm not crazy. Depending on how you, depending on how you want, want to play yeah, Harrison, either he's going to be extremely be skeptical or... Yeah, this is their ace in the hole. Well, yeah, it would be, well, yeah, Harrison would just be like, okay, 35 years, and this woman calls me back, and she's on some secure frequency that the Army picked up, and then they're showing scans of, like, yeah, this is, it's coming from a spaceship, we're detecting the mass, it's in geosynchronous orbit over North America. Yeah, it would be, we have these humans who identify as these people, you know, Joseph Matches McKay from Toledo, Joanna Barnes from I forget where. Yeah, these people have been missing for the better part of 25 years. And there might now be three ships. For... Yeah, and let's say we have, oh, and then we have this other ship, these two oh, ships yeah. that were lost in some Canadian sound, you know, five, year, five six years ago. Well, the actually, I, probably, all they would, probably all they would know is that there's a, there's a mass up there. They wouldn't know what shape it was. It would be up to her to identify... Uh, everybody. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. And okay. Yeah. And would the other the members of the other crew would they take it upon themselves to contact their respective organizations? Would we? Well, would yeah, this, that would, would be, this be a Canadian... three-way conversation or three separate conversations? Probably three separate conversations because the Canadians obviously would be calling Ottawa and the Lequalessa. Let me just give me a second. Talk amongst yourselves. Yeah, let's see. It was Yeah, it looks like from what I'm gathering, yeah, it was a it was a Polish tanker that had the Avril Harmonic Structural Resonator AHSR Deep 70. And it looks like they were continuing experiments on that instead of a um instead of the Canadian sub. Right. Yeah, it was the Avril company sponsoring this experiment with the with the Polish tanker. That's what it was. So they'd be probably be calling um, the Apple company and the Canadian government. Yeah. That seems reasonable. Yeah. They would call who they knew was... Who was backing them, basically. Yeah, they, they would call who was backing right. them. Or they could be calling someone else. If, if, call in themselves. the case of the Polish guys, they might say, hey, we don't care about them. You know, we want to... You know, we, we're all going to be rock stars, so let me call, uh, uh, you know, the London Bureau of the Times... <laughs> oh, the yeah. farm, yeah. Yeah, or, or I mean, somebody. yeah, they could just be doing a, a wide broadcast across all frequencies. I mean, if they well, really want to catch it. They could, and that would blow every, yeah, that would that would be a problem because then it'd be coming well, across. That's why I asked, are they going to keep it quiet? If they say, hey, come on down, land in this, this location, but, you know, don't let every don't tell, keep your stealth up. We don't want everybody getting freaked out by you guys. Or are they, as I said, are they going to believe that, 
you know, the bad things are going to happen to them and all their technology is going to be grabbed and they're going to end up being deep-sixed in some some cell being interrogated for the next 10 years as Earth tries to, to uh, re-engineer all the technology that they probably would have given them anyways. So yeah. the question think, is, how do they feel about Earth? How do you think they feel? I think they'll certainly be, if it's been, say, like this long, if it's been you know, 20, 25, 30, 40 years. If they've survived out in, in the galaxy this long, then, yeah, they're probably going to be wary just out of habit. Even if they are 100% sure that this is Earth they're arriving at, they're probably yeah. going to be taking steps. So, yeah, they'll probably well, I mean, they get that message. Yeah, the America are going to be like, okay, we already know our government is this. We're not going to take chances. We're going to end up getting put in some lab and getting picked apart because we've had so much alien contact. We're never going to see the day, light of day again. It's yeah. that whole thing. They're going to throw us in a deep, dark hole yeah. and throw away the key. Throw away the hole, you mean. Yeah, throw away the hole, yeah. Yeah. But so I think they I, would I, probably negotiate it from space over radio. Yeah. So you you think they would say, hey, before we go... Do what you ask. There's got to be some guarantees. All right. So, what kind of guarantees are you going to expect? How how are you going to manage this? What's what are they going to do? It has shuttles, doesn't it? It does have shuttles. So you probably send a negotiation party. You you arrange a, a negotiation party, and send down a few trusted people in the shuttle and say, "All right, look, let's talk and explain the situation." I mean, if you don't want to explain it over radio, which is quicker, but then again. The Bureau or the, the Men in Black probably don't want you to explain over radio because radio can be intercepted. Well, the Men in Black don't have control of, uh, of Canada, as far as I know. <laughs> yeah. And, I don't, and again, we still haven't established where the, uh, uh, where the Polish guys are going to be uh, talking to. Uh, Canada, actually, I mean, that's something like that. The, the particular branch of the RCMP, I forget what branch, but the RCMP has their own version of the Bureau. The Mounties. So they would probably get this sent to them via Ottawa. Ottawa would pick this up and go, okay, aliens, and they're talking with a Canadian accent, and they're claiming to be Canadian naval officers and sailors. Okay, send that to them. Yeah. Have any of you yeah. guys seen the movie Cosmos that I recommended on Facebook very recently? No, 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 no. Okay. Mm, no. Well, uh, spoilers. Uh, anybody want to hear, shut your ears for about 10 seconds. Uh, it, it ends up with them discovering real aliens in orbit, and that's how they. Uh, that's that's the fun end of the movie. Okay, you guys all uh, here again. Uh, okay. Yeah. So I, I'm saying is that this was kind of the same kind of situation where uh, they they did have a whole lot of monitoring stations that were suddenly running around trying to confirm stuff that was getting picked up, and. Uh, as a matter of fact, uh, the way that they picked it up was they, they discovered in the sky there was a black area. Um, it, there's there's this place called the, the um, is it called the sinkhole, the the well, the sink well or something? It's a place that's very 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 dark, and the idea was is that if you send a signal through there, the chances of it reaching far, far, far out in space is much more likely than coming into some other solar system and getting picked up. You know, a lot of noise is going to end up degrading the signal. So if you were to come in, uh, if you wanted to, so if aliens or anybody else was going to send contact to us, they would do it through that. 
and uh, and so they're the in the movie Cosmos they're monitoring that um, that place that location um, and you know and they think they're getting a they're they're, they're getting anomalous anomalous signals out of that area and they start trying to get everybody else to to wake up and listen to them and pay attention and uh, for for the longest time uh, in the movie nobody's listening to them. But uh, wow. anyways, again, I, I don't. For those of you who shut your ears, I don't want to ruin the the movie. So be sure to go see it because it's fun. Uh, but uh, yeah. So, anyways, but we're talking about it being kept quiet. But it is you know it's possible because of the fact that the this, as far as I know, the uh, if if you occult, you're they're occulting the light. They're not like warping it around them so they are effectively invisible. They're just a black area, right? No, there it, it's light warping and it disrupts electrical sensors. So, see, that's the thing. I mean, it, 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 the, the GM could say, okay, electrical sensors including mass detection. Including nearby would... satellites, communication satellites and such. Yeah. So. Well, see, I, I don't think it would be communications would be out. You would just be getting this disembodied call that you couldn't uh, triangulate. Okay. All right, so I, I like Jonathan's idea of basically saying we'll send uh, a group down to make sure everything's on the up and up. Yeah, and make sure, you know because I mean they're going to be coming down with lift ball technology, which is anti gravity technology, yeah. and they're going to have a whole bunch of stuff on them, including the pass tags that allow them to go through smart walls and the communicators and the universal translation devices and yep. blasters and who knows what else they might have on them because you know uh i wouldn't trust anybody so they're gonna be coming down with a fair amount of goods and maybe some other stuff that you know that we'll talk about in a second uh so what do you think you think the the bureau's gonna play ball they're gonna be play fair or do you think the Bureau's going to play hardball with them? Well, I mean, all that the Bureau has to do is bring in some type of telepath to read their minds. It's like, yeah, these guys, at least at the very least, I mean, and the Bureau's going to bring in non-invasive scanning and stuff, you know, like tricorder type stuff. I mean, like, no, they are biologically human, and from what we read of their minds, they believe that they are these people that have been missing for all these years. All right. Do you think that they're going to bring in a mage and cast a charm spell or a or a psi and use a mental domination and say, okay, get on get on the radio and tell everybody to come land because it's all good. You think they're going to do that? I don't know. I I think the bureau would be wary. So you 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 think the bureau is going to be squeaky clean? You think they're going to play yeah, this? Yeah, they're 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 going to sit there. And they're gonna if now if there's a threat, yeah, the bureau bank bring out the guns. Yeah. This will be a matter of gunboat diplomacy. Yeah, we are we are here, we're fine, we're gonna be like nice with you. You bring out one gun or we think we're gonna attack and it's on. Yeah, but I'm saying is that they're not gonna be prepared for somebody who has the ability to do mental domination or has the ability to well, uh, cast well, charm. See. Well, see, we have Psy in the Incursion game. So they will have been prepared for attempts at mental domination and mind control. Now, magic, okay. But, like, Psy, they would have had plenty of instances of Psy out there yeah. 
in the gla- in the spiral arm that all of the stuff incursion deals with. Okay. Because I did the math. It's not the entire galaxy. It's just basic. What is it? What is our local arm? The Orion Cygnus arm. That's all that I think the Constopner really controls, or they did control before they started regressing. But yeah, I, I think the Bureau, they're going to play it safe, but I don't think they're going to be jerks about it. Well, I'm just saying I have had plenty of players who would have definitely said, okay, you know, we're going to be nice as pie, but we're going to but we're going to cover our bets by making sure that we, we, we have at least one person who, you know, we have a couple people that are under control so we can actually turn them against each other if we have to. You know, not sort of like, you I know, put very, that, yeah. put very light reins on them, not pull on them at all, but make sure they're actually there just in case they're needed. So, but you think not. You think they're going to be totally fair with them. Do you agree with that, Jonathan? No, I mean, I, I, yeah, they, they're going to play nice because that's easiest and that, you know, makes them more likely to be friendly. But, yeah, they're going to make sure that there's that backup plan that they can whip out if they need to. How about you, Josie? Okay, ask the question again, and I'll pass it on to her. I said, now, jo- Josie, do you think they'll take any extraordinary measures to make sure that if the Ardana new uh, crew decides they don't like how things are going, that they can take control of the situation and make uh, sure? Do you think? Okay, do you think if the bureau sees that their Ardana new doesn't like how the bureau's treating them, that the bureau will just say, "Glomp, no, we're going to control you." And- you think the bureau would do that? Yeah, you know, iron fist and the velvet glove. I don't really understand how you're putting that. Okay, the Ardana new lands. You know, the the humans land, and even though they got alien tech on them, they're still the humans. Mm-hmm. The bureau, you know, talks to them. If the bureau sees that the Ardana new isn't liking what the bureau's serving, do you think the bureau is just going to say, "Okay, we're going to placate you and calm you down"? Probably through magic or side to get them to play, get the crew of the Ardana New to play along. Do you think the Bureau would do that? I'm already telling by the look on her face. I'm not, not really sure they would do that. Well, you don't have to be sure, just whatever your opinion is. Do you think they'd be prepared for it, Josie? It's Bureau. They kind of have to be prepared for just about anything. But do, you, but do you think that they would only, okay, we're just mind-controlling the lot of you and you're walking into our facility. Would that be a last resort? I would say absolute last resort. Yeah, absolute last resort, she says. Yeah, yeah. Okay. for those of you. I, I would say absolute last resort on that. All right. Uh, Jonathan, if they... Uh, if we had, if we didn't do this all together, if, if one crew flew down to Ottawa or wherever the uh, uh, the the Canadian Bureau is, do you think that would be the same yeah. result? So if they, like all three ships just went home, so to speak. Yeah, went to separate locations. Yeah. Yeah. yeah U.S. Oh, yeah, U.S. Canada and Poland. Yeah. 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 The bureau. Oh, so yeah. That's the thing. Because if you're doing that, that looks a lot more like an invasion. Yeah, yeah. Sending down a shuttle to talk with you—that's you know, fine. That's you know, negotiation. That's you know, contact. That's. But if you're heading to Washington, Ottawa, and Warsaw, yeah, there's a bit of a problem. Yeah, that. There's still just three shuttles, but still. But (laughs) for those of you who saw the the Return of Doctor Mysterio episode of Doctor Who with the Twelfth Doctor, where he's there. You have everything set up in capital cities. That means, okay, plan. 
So they're all coming down to the capital cities. Okay, yeah, Washington, D.C., Ottawa, and Warsaw, Poland. Yeah, I think they're going to see that. I think they may want to have like a central meeting and either just talk to the Americans or get representatives from all three governments to meet them at a certain place. Yeah, if these three ships aren't working together to contact, you know, one government and set up negotiations, then, yeah, if they split apart and they start flying their shuttles, even if it's just three shuttlecraft, that's going to look hinky to the Bureau, to the Benefact, to any government aware of aliens and prepared to defend against them. And, yeah, you might see some laser beams flying. Okay, real quick, Josie, what was that? Repeat what you said. I'm thinking it would be more more like representatives from all three governments because you wouldn't be because the country one country I think it would be more like having representatives from all three governments because one country doing something that involves another country's citizens is going to piss off that country's government. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh no, no. The, this is going to be how well, this would have to be involving all three governments. Yeah, you'd have to bring all three in if all three ships were there it, just because You don't have to be cl- you don't you could keep this on the UT. You don't have to involve, you know, the governments if if the if they don't want to. <laughs> yeah, you're only you're only concerned about the 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 whole international citizen thing if you plan on publishing this and making it public so right it, it let's say they did contact all three governments the 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 the, the bureau 13 group uh the uh the mounties and the mounties whoever and whoever be. you guys wanted to whoever they contacted in in uh poland. warsaw poland yeah. so the question is where would everybody meet to have this tete-a-tete personally i would i would i would pick bermuda because you know a it's an island b it's 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 very nice weather and it's you know but i mean it could be where would you think where would everybody agree iceland we're gonna go to greenland (laughs) no where's the place that they always have all the summit switzerland yeah and now i'm reminded of but that makes it kind of public don't you think now i'm reminded of the yeah, you're going to want something out of the way. And, you're, you're, well, no, now I'm reminded of the Robin Williams bit where he's complaining about, why are they always meeting in Switzerland? You want to have these nuclear disarmament treaties? Have them meet in some, like, you know, you know, Italian restaurant in the Bronx, you know, over Linguini and Clams with guys with the middle name of The, like Jimmy the Nose and Bobby the Squirrel. <laughs> <laughs> so, again, where do you think they would all meet that would be equally acceptable to all three they, groups. They would have to agree on something. The three, and Let's say we did the three governments thing. Warsaw, Washington, D.C., and Ottawa to have to agree, okay, we need a neutral place. Right. Out of the way. Well, again, where... I guarantee you the Bureau knows some uh, deserted island where... Oh, they, yeah. Oh, oh dude. Okay, you can't, you can't weasel out like that. You have to act... You can't just say, <laughs> there's some mysterious <laughs> island somewhere... <laughs> That they can all meet. No, at. no, no. I'm not saying it's mysterious. I'm saying the GMs. I'm sure that there are somewhere. On, you'll have to do some research yourself. But there is undoubtedly an island. Well, the well, there are plenty of islands that have nothing but like monitoring stations yeah. on them. If that's the way you want to go, yeah. you know, in, in, the, in the especially the south, uh, the South Pacific. Oh and, yeah, and, and, yeah. The, and the and and South Atlantic. There's a whole bunch of little tiny islands. Um, the question is, is that, is that what, or are they going to go someplace where you could get a good meal? I mean, just just asking. Again, again, the Linguini and Clams restaurant there in the Bronx, yeah. yeah. That's why I made the suggestion of maybe Iceland. 
some country that's small enough that doesn't even have an army, you know, that uh, okay, yeah. that that they you know can that they might they might all fly over in their in their black helicopters and and uh, meet the Ardana new plus friends cruise someplace. Uh, that's kind of my idea. I just throw it out there, Iceland, just because it's. You know, Greenland is kind of between the two well, continents. it's kind of central. Yeah, Iceland would be kind of central between North America and Europe. So people from D.C., Ottawa, and Warsaw could all fly there, and it's a central location. Yeah. Yes. The uh, uh, There's uh, Tristan da Cunha. It is the uh, Earth's remotest island. <laughs> It's, the, it's a thousand miles from the nearest landmass. Is there any, let's see here, are the islands in the middle of the Atlantic Ocean? Uh, well, is, I know that the eight, well, Azores, yeah, yeah, they're there in the Atlantic, but they are a Portuguese possession. So, yeah, you'd be yeah. involving Portugal in all this. And, and yeah. then there's a, there's a, there's a an island called Fael, F-A-I-A-L, a secret uh, it's listed a secret island in the middle of the Atlantic. So, that might be the one then. Yeah. Yeah, it's uh, it's an outer. It's part of like the Azores, but it's really far out there. Uh, I don't know exactly where it is. I, I can pull it up on Google Earth. But like I said, that's one reason why uh, I was. Let's see here, uh, world map. Bring up on Google. <laughs> let's see here, and of course, this is the maps I have are all wrong. Because I just had this, we had this discussion, you know, that all maps are are designed for the standpoint of who's who we're talking about. But uh, yeah. yeah, I I think that uh, Ice, uh, Greenland or Iceland, and Greenland is is owned by, is basically owned by Denmark. Iceland is owned by itself, so it's a uh, it's a it's a you know a sole place, and I and it's it's pretty much equal distance. Between can for Canada and the United States and Poland's gotta go a fair distance too. So if I had to make a uh, a decision, I would say, hey, let's have this this meeting at uh, uh, Reykjavik. <laughs> Reykjavik, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's what I would say if I was her. I'd be like, you know, let's let's go someplace where all the big boys with their stealth helicopters and their Harrier jets and their nuclear missiles, you know. I mean, yeah, they can still drop a nuke on us, but the fact is, is that they're gonna, everyone's going to see it coming, probably. So, well, yeah, yeah. It just seems like more neutral, one of the of most space. neutral areas I can think of. Uh, what do you guys think? Is yeah, that- see if the bureau goes. Oh well, we know this island in Ottawa and Poland to be like, yeah, okay, yeah, we know, we all agree on something, and I'm sure that all three nations have enough of their own black ops type stuff to, okay, we'll agree on something, yeah, you know, something central, something remote to, you know, hash this out and determine what's going on with these guys. And so, yeah, I I don't, there's going to be a lot of negotiation between these three nations on, okay, we have three alien ships, three alien crews, and they're coming back and, yeah, they're, they're going to want to hash all this out before they bring them down to Earth. Because also you have to deal with, yeah, these guys have been out in space anywhere from 5 to 25 years. Lord knows what they've picked up. Yeah. We're gonna put, oh, yeah. We're gonna and you have to isolate an island population because they brought back some terrible disease. Iceland is probably a better choice. Uh, 
There's not a whole lot of flights in and out of it, I don't imagine. Yeah, I think Reykjavik is just the one airport, yeah. Um, yeah, they're going to probably promote Island just because if they are carrying any creepy crawly on them, they're not going to want that again. They can lock down that island real quick because that's one of the first things that I know bureau physicians are going to come up with. They're going to be like, okay, what have they picked up while they're out there? We have unknown viruses and bacteria that are on them and in them before we even, you know, we want to make sure they're clean by all Earth standards. And, of course, you're going to get mages, you know, like hitting them with your disease and stuff to clean them up before, you know, before they interact with any personnel. Yeah, they don't realize that, you know, the auto docs would have figured that out a long time ago. Yes, because they would have tried, it's like, yeah, and more alien tech. No, we're going to make sure, yeah. They're going to be like, yeah, you've got this device, fine. Well, we know my, we know our spells work. Nothing against this auto-doc thing, but. Yeah, we well, can, we, we can do a cure disease on you and make sure you're all cleaned out. Sure. Yeah, exactly, well, yeah. We're going to make sure of everything. Yeah, the, cler- yeah, the Bureau clerics are going to be like, no, no, come here. Bing, yeah, and they're going to make sure, or they're going to do it with, like, a wand. It's like, i got to touch them? Really? To cure disease? Uh, nope. I, yeah, we're, we're going to point a wand. Yeah. Just, yeah. No, it's first Well, no, that'd be really funny. Yeah. Oh, no, let, let's throw modern, let's throw modern day things here. <laughs> we're in the middle of a pandemic right now. Earth comes back, and they see all this stuff on, on worldwide communications, that way, yeah. Earth's in a pandemic. Yeah, that, that's all the they, more. All the more. I don't believe Iceland has anybody who's sick there. To look for a game. Yeah, game. that. Oh, oh. Then we know exactly well, where they go to your room. We know exactly where they can meet. Then. Yeah, Iceland has no cases. So does New Zealand. They've totally gotten rid of it. There are no cases left on New Zealand. They could meet there. Well, yeah, but that's a lot further away from. Well, um, they would pick from yeah, from, I, from Poland. I'm just saying is that you know if you're looking for a place to meet this between Poland, that's a lot further away. Oh no, I know, but also it's the matter of. Well, wait a minute. We have no cases where they'll get infected because yeah, if yeah. Human, we want to protect them. Yeah, we have yeah, sure. we have a hundred. We have eighteen forty-seven confirmed cases in Iceland. There's eighteen twenty-three who've recovered, and there's been ten deaths. Now there's still a matter of four people. <laughs> Are they still sick? Uh, are they still in the hospital? But nobody else seems to be uh, sick. So uh, yeah, that seems to be like a very good place to land if they show up in the middle of it. And even if they yeah. don't, after Earth has gone through a COVID. They're going to be like, novel virus? Hell no, not again. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They'll set up a quarantine station quick for these guys. Oh, no, no. What, you know, just the fact that they're out there, anybody... Yeah. No, I'm saying oh, no. they'll, what, they'll what? have that thing. As soon as, they, as soon as they decide on a landing site, they'll have a quarantine station right there within about five Oh, hours. no, even, even if you don't throw COVID into the campaign... Yeah, they're going to do that anyways, because, like, what the hell did they bring from outer space that they don't want to hurt? Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. With, with COVID now, that they, they, they've gotten the skill to set this up quick. Oh, no, no. Remember because all the, uh, remember all 
the science fiction stuff where the like aliens, outbreak and all that, yeah. Like the, where the aliens are taken out by some common Earth ailment. Well, that was but something. Not in, to say yeah. they wouldn't be prepared for something happening in the. Well, Republic. exactly. Yeah, no, that that's and Jonathan's saying that now is that especially because of this pandemic, decom units and quarantine units are going to be set up like that. Oh yeah. Just boom, they will no, have that stuff. Like, It'll no, be set up in a half hour. We don't need another one of these on top of what we're doing. With right, that. exactly. And so you're going to have the, the uh, well, in my Saturday game, uh, Furball77, who's in the chat room, my girlfriend, Fur, she's playing a virologist. Now, you know if Team Candlestick 2.0 had to deal with all this, she'd be just like, no, total quarantine protocol for these guys. I don't care if they're from America and you want back. No, you're setting this up. You're setting that up. We're setting this up. We are going full viral, you know, viral bacterial protection here. We are, the Bureau would not be playing around with this. And our CMP Bureau would do the same. They'd be like, no, we don't want some space virus coming in already mutating and getting, being worse than COVID-19. No. They would be seriously into lockdown, quarantine. Yeah, just, you know, the yellow hazmat suits with the big old backpacks on them with the breathing apparatus, you know, hazmat, all that. They wouldn't miss a beat with this because we're dealing, it's like COVID-19, we know what that is. It's a variation of the SARS virus, right. fine. We don't know what these people brought back. This is Bruce Sheffer saying... There are a million, million worlds out there, so go explore them. And this is Trav. There's a reason why it's called gaming. It's for having fun. Gaming on the Frontier podcast is wholly owned by its hosts. It is released under the Creative Commons 3.0 license. No commercial reproduction and any use of any element of the podcast must be attributed to the Gaming on the Frontier podcast. Hi, this is Trav from the Travcast. Listen to me Tuesday nights, 8 to 10 p.m. Eastern on listen.dementiaradio.org colon 8027.